Welcome to Bishock, booze interview straight from the heart of quarantine. I'm Aaron. That's Ange. What's up? And Char. Hello. Eating fucking star bread. Anyways. <laughs> she waited until we were... Yeah. She um, waited all I fucking day. I was not waiting. I put it in the toaster and then I heard she it... She waited all day. I heard it ding. Oh, freshly toasted star bread. Oh. I see how it is. Or star... Cinderita bread. Star bread? Cinderita bread. At Star bread. By the way, you can find us at our brand spanking new website, bitchdogpodcast.com. You can also sign up for our email news uh, as soon as you hit that landing page. So do it. We're going to send one soon. The landing strip. Yeah. <laughs> for your pleasure. Anyways. Um, you can also find us every Monday morning at bff.fm from 6 to 6.30. Oh, yo, 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 yo. So how's everyone in day whatever it is in quarantine? <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely officially been a month today, right? Uh, yeah. Patrick's Day last year, or last month. Felt like last year. Yeah. It was last year. <laughs> yeah, St. Patty's Day. So 365 is- days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is officially marks one month of stay yeah. at home. Uh, exactly a month ago, I was in Los Angeles. God. <laughs> that picture that you posted, too. Sure. Oh. In LA. Cheers, with, uh, by the way, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Yeah, with uh I was with Pinfield and my friend Chris. And um yeah. I didn't know what I was doing at that point. Nobody knew. You rushed down there. Yeah. Well, I I went down there not knowing that it was gonna be what it was when by the time we got there. <laughs> but that yeah. had for like two months. No, I don't, I don't remember a time before this. <laughs> yes, you do. I Come do. on. I'm so in a routine now. Like, Aaron texted me earlier asking if I received oh. a package. Which I want to get into, but I hadn't even left the apartment yet, and it was like 3 p.m. So It was really, dude, I was sweating it. <laughs> yeah, so my is coming up, and I got two slabs of ribs from Texas, like the bomb barbecue texas ring nice. and they're so big they're like the size of my body each one it's crazy i'm so excited i'm gonna barbecue next week yeah you are mm-hmm. i was like what's the perfect quarantine gift <laughs> <laughs> no, for you for That's you uh-huh. specifically period are you kidding oh my god i'm so excited there were there were also accoutrements correct mm-hmm. yeah two okay. barbecue sauces good i see in a regular Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Thanks, buddy. That's true love. <laughs> <laughs> and it's two slabs. Like, it's a lot of meat. <laughs> well, you know, I was just going to go for the one rack, and it was like, that serves one to three people. And I was like, that's boring. <laughs> Might as well get her two. <laughs> one rack is for one to three people? Seriously? Something like that, or like two to four or something two like that. I don't know. Sure. Well, you can freeze some of it. No, so. it's amazing. I'm so excited. I had to like restructure the freezer. I was a little worried though about that. I was like, wow, those are big. And I'm going to guess she probably has stuff in the freezer. No, it was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. The the timing on that also was tricky. Because I'm like, do I get it right now? Do I wait? I wasn't sure like what FedEx is doing. I don't know. The world's weird. And apparently we might go into meat shortage. So... You know, I've heard that rumor. 
Hmm. So I wanted to get you covered, Ange. I'm so covered. I'm covered in ribs. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy. How and long should it last you? I think <sighs> cooking one rack will last the week. Will be like meals for like three to four meals. Easily. That's awesome. for my, like my sister and I, for sure. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and ribs, ribs are like, that's a sense of normalcy or, and celebration. You know, that'll pull me out of this quarantine funk for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you want to drop some off over here, we wouldn't say no. Just kidding. <laughs> I know, I just want to have a party with the ribs, a rib party. Well, that's why maybe just freeze one of them, and then we can have a rib party when we're done. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Deal. Just an idea. <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> my uh, my nephew's birthday is uh, May 11th. Oh. And we were like, well, what are we going to do? And I was like, probably aren't going to do anything. But we were talking about, like, their house is like has, like, a corner where there's windows on each side oh. of the corner. So we were like, oh, well, one set of grandparents can be on one side, and my mom and I can be on the other side. Oh. <laughs> I've seen sweet videos, like, of, of for kids, like, all their friends are driving by and, like, waving, you know, in, like, a sort of train. It's really cute. So, yeah, I mean, work with what you got. (laughs) I don't know how much I'll remember. Right. (laughs) That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Can someone dress up as something? I don't know. Maybe. You should should hire something. (laughs) Peppa Pig. (laughs) Sure. Oh, to dance outside. (laughs) Aww. That'd be cool. Dude, I I just. Can you send me one, a Peppa Pig? We're sending you a UPS driver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. How's he doing, by the way? I haven't seen him for a while, so. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. For, I'm looking for a, yeah. <laughs> for some new meat. I like the Tyrannosaurus behind you. Thank you. Yeah, I have nice. a lot of dinosaur backgrounds. I, I bet you do. Star, but this one's yeah, this one's a perfect. Well, when, I, when I first when I first logged in, Andrew was already on, and mm-hmm. she playing her her ukulele yeah (laughs) with her with her dinosaur behind her (laughs) i was playing for him (laughs) how do you know it's him he likes it he likes it are you sure he doesn't look like he likes it right now (laughs) Uh, but i did want to tell you aaron that i um i had a a whatsapp conversation with the nomadic family a few days ago oh So what's the nomadic family, if people don't know? Yes, for those of you that are listening, we've been working on a documentary since 2013. Since 2000 BC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? They know the dinosaur. Since, yeah, Yeah. since the dinosaur. How appropriate. (laughs) Um, So uh, we've been working on this documentary for, I guess, now seven years. And uh, we're in post-production right now. I've been editing full-time during the quarantine. So uh, I haven't seen them in at least two years, maybe more. That's crazy. Yeah. And and so when I first met the nomadic family, we were in Cambodia and the kids were six, eight, and nine. And now they're 15, 17, and 18. Wow. So yeah. So it's crazy because for me, they've stayed, they've frozen in time, right? So I see them now, like Orazi, the, the middle son, he's over six feet tall. Um, Danya is now applying for the military. Uh, Israel oh, has a mandatory military. Uh, so she's applying for the military now and they're so, it was amazing. Like Kobe. Okay. The father, he's bald, right? He's been bald forever. Right. 
when he answered the phone, he now has hair. <laughs> the first thing I told him was, what the hell is on your head? It's hilarious. <laughs> and he went to Turkey to like get uh, hair implants or whatever. And he looked, he looked great. He looked oh, I thought he was like bald by choice and grew his hair bald. out. <laughs> bald. Uh, but he looks great, but it's so funny because I guess he did it a while ago and they didn't, <laughs> to them it's not new. So they were cracking up. So I was like, what the <laughs> hell is on your head, Kobe? It was so funny. Oh my, and did you think it was a wig at first? I thought he was messing with me. I don't know, but it looks good. It Does looks it look good? good? Okay. He natural. <laughs> no, I mean, he's a good looking guy either way. Yeah. Right? But, um, yeah, but that was hilarious. And Danya, the eldest, mm. she's going to an agricultural boarding school. And when okay. she graduates, she's going to have a degree as a pastry chef as well. So she's been doing like all this cool shit. Oh. Um, and she, she told me that her classmates at, at the boarding school, they found out about the Nomadic Family somehow, like the documentary. So they like went and watched all the old videos that I posted and were like oh. laughing at her. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. Yeah, but oh, just okay. like, messing with her. And, and Solai. Oh, Solai. Yeah, she's so cute. She, um, she memorized all the lines of the trailer, the first trailer that we posted. So she recited it for me. It was so funny. Oh, it was really cool. Yeah. Okay. So they're doing okay. They're good. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a nice little setup, you know, where they live in Israel. Yeah. So they can go on hikes, like in their backyard basically. And you know, they're used to spending time with each other. <laughs> right. So they're, good right. At, they're good at dealing with, with each other when, when that's all they have. So God. yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Did you give Donya any shit about uh, <clears throat> smoking and such? No, no, because I didn't want to be, I didn't No, I don't want to be the asshole because her mom was there the whole time too, but I'm sure she knows. But um, <laughs> she I'm did. Sure know. When, when she first saw me, she was like, come back. We need our, our Filipino maid. <laughs> totally. <laughs> in, in Israel, little did I know, in Israel, Filipinos are known as their caregivers or maids. Right. Yep. They, they don't really, like I talked to my friends there, and they don't really assimilate as friends with society. So They're just the help. So the first time when I, was sta- I stayed with them for three months to film when they, when they came home. And the first time they had a friend come over, I, I, I was in my bed, like I had a bed in the, in the living room and I was just kind of on my laptop in bed or whatever. And their friend said in Hebrew, like, why is your Filipino in bed while you're cleaning? <laughs> so ever since then, like whenever they'd have a friend come over, they'd be like, this is Angela. She's not our maid. Like they'd have to, <laughs> they'd have yeah. to clean that. Yeah. And by but, the time I came, it was that also like if we went places with them they're like these yeah. are not our mates yeah these are <laughs> friends these are not friends not employees yeah it's crazy like what there's a did, line in the sand you know didn't, didn't someone ask because when you were filming you had your camera around your neck and they were like why does your maid have a camera or something I yeah there were a lot of instances yeah, yeah. a lot of <laughs> or like or like do you know that she's filming you like they'd come right <laughs> just thinking i was a creeper That's yeah part of her job she's taking pictures <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, contract. But, yeah, but I should, I should have, it was during the day, so I assumed you were just working. Otherwise, I would have had you join in next time. Oh, oh yeah, I'd love to see them. Oh my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, so Jeff and I are now full force planning the wedding after <gasps> like trying to figure out what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, whatever, let's just do it. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, we're kind of, you know, doing it a little differently, but, uh, you'll see some Evites coming out. 
because that's what we have to do right now. And um, we talked to our reception space and they're still super stoked on doing it um, and totally understand like, you know, if things change, things change, especially with, you know, Newsom's whole thing about, I think restaurants are going to have to reconfigure their spaces and all that shit. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be still what we want it to be or however it's going to turn out to be. So, um, it's just weird trying to plan something like this right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. No shit. Well, I'm really happy weird. because it gives us something to look forward to, you know, like yeah. that's, that's what we're like clinging to right now are little bits of good news or something to look forward to. Like my friend actually just had her baby two days ago. Oh, she, oh my God. Finally. Yeah. Baby a week and a half ago. She was due. Um, I think she was due on the seventh or the ninth or something like that, or the 10th, somewhere along those lines. So she was a few days late. Who won the poll? I lost. Thanks. Yeah. I lost. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so she just heard her baby. So I'm like, I'm going to need pictures like every couple hours just to keep, keep get me through this. <laughs> yeah. So any little bits of good news, you know, we need it. So cool. All right. Yeah. It's on. So that means I need to get, get to work then. Yeah. You and me both. Jesus Christ. I'm like, <laughs> how am I, I can't even look for a dress or anything right now or whatever the hell I'm going to wear. Get so. fitted. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's fine. I just, I know I'm not going to have a traditional bride dress, so. You should wear a muumuu. You don't need to get fitted for a muumuu. I'm not wearing a muumuu. Ew. I love muumuus. What do you <laughs> I do too. That'll be for like the after party or something. Okay. Oh, right. I'm thinking sparkles right now. Sequins. I don't know. Why not? Muumuus can sparkle. Anyway. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and then I think we're going to have a secondary, which I think we mentioned to you, Ange, a little bit, but I think definitely for now, because I think a lot of people from Texas probably aren't going to come out here in October, which I get. Um, but I think we're gonna have a secondary wedding in Texas. So get ready. Yeah. I think we should do Texas and then New Orleans after that. We should just, yeah, we'll just get in a car. New Orleans afterwards. Yep. Hop yeah. on over. I'm yeah. in. Let's go. Yeah. Char. I'm down. Hop, skip and a jump. <clears throat> Hop, skip and a jump. <laughs> cool. But yeah. We are already kind of thinking about doing Texas, but, um, I think it makes more sense even now we're, we're going to do it at our favorite Mexican joint. So boom. Booyah. And then karaoke later at one of our favorite Fort Worth bars. Yups. 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 I'm going to go to Yups. Oh my God. I can't wait. <laughs> yes. It's like, you think San Francisco is going to be a shit show? I think Texas is going to be worse. Really? I'm in. I'm in. I don't know. Speaking of Texas, I think Char's been sort of in touch with one of our friends there. John Wildman. Oh. Mr. Wildman. Who was part of our last two Sundance experiences. Oh, oh, oh. Because oh, we, oh. Oh. we were bringing up, well, it's not that exciting, but we were bringing up John <laughs> and Sundance. And I don't know if you saw the email, but um, Sundance is donating a million dollars to yes. artists that. and supporting artists during this time, which is really cool. Just another just another uh, organization that's that's helping out in whatever way they can. So I was happy to see that and read that and um, you know, we've talked about in past episodes that like, you know, artists are, are so important and we realize that now because what the hell would we be doing right now without, without the arts to keep us sane? So that was a cool thing I saw. I'm speaking, glad. speaking of arts and movies, remember we were going to talk about Parasite today. Oh yeah. Um, I just, please let's start. <laughs> and I was, a I was a emotionally affected, like 
really in a, in a really strong way. I watched it at night right before I was supposed to go to bed, which was a mistake because it left me, it leaves you just thinking so many things about society, about culture, about, um, economic inequalities. Uh, I don't know. There's so many things, right? So I went down a rabbit hole and I watched like all these interviews with Boon Jung uh, Ho and I watched Okja again on Netflix, which is another film that he directed. And I was up till like four in the morning just because it really affected me. I was just, I, I couldn't stop. I was just obsessed over him and his work. And um, I, I don't, it just, it was really powerful. I love I love the journey that he takes you on because it's sort of like silly in the beginning, right? Like yeah. oh, what they're doing and they're hustling this rich family, but it gets so dark. Um, but you're still feeling all those things throughout like, and, and, and the shock twists. Um, I don't know. I loved it. I loved it so much. I'm going to watch Good. it again. Like, I so. know. Yeah. Yeah. Shar. I don't think I liked it quite as much as you did. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't up till four o'clock, but it's, um, I could see how it won what it did and all the accolades that it got because it's so different. And, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of, you are, it's one of those things where you are pretty much, you're sucked in and you're totally committed, you know, from step yep. one and you're just going, what and then and then as you start to figure things out like you know like as the story's yep. kind of progressing and then you're going oh parasite I yes exactly yes well, well and i also love the way that he crafts his characters there there really aren't any villains per se it's all just misunderstandings and and not not understanding each other and, and coming from your own separate bubbles and there, I mean, I, that's how I felt about it. Like even the rich people, you know, they were assholes, you know, of course we see it, but I don't think they meant to be, you know, right. I, it just, so, so the, the way that he uh, portrays like the complexities of being human uh, and, and just being so separated from each other, you know, we live next door, but you're still so separate from other people's realities. He just, I just think he portrays it so beautifully. Yeah, no, like, it's like, it, it was a ride. That's, I mean, like, yes. it just, you know, it's like the twists and the kind of the turns, like the twists, you're like, what the F is happening? Like, holy, what? Where are they going? You know, like, you know, stuff like that. I'm just like, and I'm just sitting there and I'm, yeah, I was watching it by myself and I'm like watching it. And I'm just like, just kind of laughing out loud going, oh my God, what the hell's happening? It's, it was, it was a great and fun ride. Jeff had no idea this what this film was about. I just kept talking about it for weeks. He's like, okay, fine. And he read some stuff. But even when you read about it and or see the trailer, you're still not obviously going to really know what it's about. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember us. And I knew what it was about, but not, not to the extent, obviously, either. But I was just really invested because, you know, our friends... Lulu Wong and Barry Jenkins, she set up a, a private screening for them like ahead of its opening. And I was like, what is this movie they're even talking about? And why are they so excited and whatever? So when we saw it in the theater, I, I mean, it felt like no one even took a breath in the whole, <laughs> during the whole screening. It was just like, you're sitting there and you're like, what in the actual fuck? And I feel like Jeff and I sort of were talking out, we we're the people in the film a little bit talking out loud, like going, what, like, what is, 
what's happening? <laughs> and like, what? And like, fuck that. And um, I love, I love that film because it just, I don't know. There was, you get a reaction out of it. You know, you're not just sitting there and great. It's an Academy Award winning film or whatever, Golden Globe nominee. It's just, it, it's, it affects you. Mm -hmm. um, no matter if you loved it or didn't love it or hated it, I think, you know, there's definitely a, a feeling when you see that film. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. just, and like what Char said, it, you know, you don't have to love it, but it's completely different than anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it, um, I like that. It, it makes you kind of look at yourself at, at least it did for me, like in particular the scene, like, so they survived this flood and their house has flooded and they're, they spent the night in a shelter. And then the next day they have to go to work for these rich people. And you hear, you know, their boss, this woman on the yeah. phone, Oh, I'm so happy it rained. We really needed it, you know, and, right. and so oblivious to uh, what what they had just been through and survived. Uh, it just kind of makes you gut check yourself, you know, because um, our our realities are are so different, and we don't know what other people are going through. And um, even if you don't mean to, you could be uh, offending someone, or you, you know, even without knowing, just because well, of your own privilege. Yeah, it's just like the pandemic, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. what's exactly. watching it right now? I think because I watched it right now too, it hit me even even bigger because of what we're going through right now. Yeah, I saw someone, and I now I can't remember who posted it. Was it Stephanopoulos? Sure, who's on ABC and is on Good Morning America, mm -hmm. and you know, was the was he the press secretary for Clinton? Um, I guess he got tested for COVID and he tested positive, but doesn't yeah, have any symptoms. I and I was like, again, why was he tested if he didn't have any symptoms? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know why, because he can and he has access, but it was like, uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, there's a lot of similarities to what we're going through now. And, you know, we talked about a few weeks ago, people posting on their Instagram about traveling and, I don't know, being a little extra during this time and not really thinking about what they're putting out there to the world. And it seems pretty tone deaf, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. And even things like, you know, I couldn't get rice. They were out of rice. And I'm like, Oh man, but like, so what? That's still, we still have so much. We still have access to so many things that like people in, in other countries wouldn't even have access to on a good day, let alone during a quarantine, you know? So like, yeah, you know, we're going through a lot. We shouldn't, you know, diminish that, but we're still, we still have a surplus and we still have access to so many things. Like we are very lucky. It's just, right. I think that's why it hit me so hard. But. I mean, Char has star bread. So let's. <laughs> yeah. Specifically Char has everything. <laughs> one of my, uh, one of my other uh, podcasts, they were talking about that. And uh, uh, one of the comics uh, on the show, uh, guest comics on the show was going, um, he goes, could you imagine what other countries are looking at us like on these fuckers are hoarding <laughs> toilet paper? It's like they're going nuts over toilet paper. And it's yeah. like, yeah, what are the things that like, what are we all freaking out about? Oh, man, they ran out of eggs. I was upset that they ran out of eggs at Costco the other day. You know, like, it's just like it's it's not silly, but it's silly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're the country that has eating competitions like. Right. Oh, like how many hot dogs can you eat? You know, like yeah. it's just, it's just, it's disgusting. I mean, 
when I was in New York, I did go to a cannoli eating competition. It was actually really <laughs> it was actually really fun to watch. It was in Little Italy. It was their San Gennaro festival. Yes, of course. It was, so, it was yeah. so fun to watch. But uh. it's like, this is horrible. Why do we have eating competitions? This is so bad. Glutton you know? fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I don't know. I one would hope, and I, I see some posts like this, and I'm like, I, I hope for it, but do I think it's going to happen? No, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a pessimist, also known as an Eeyore. Um, mm-hmm. Hoping that some people learn through this? I just don't know. I don't have hope for the, I don't have any hope for our country. Well, and that's a thing, like, you know, after horrible, you know, after things like Sandy Hook, yeah. Or, you know, 9-11 or something. It's like, oh, this is going to bring us together and we're going to change for the better. And I hope it does. And, and this one because <laughs> it's lasting longer. You know, hopefully it will because it's not as easy to forget, you know, in a week that, that we're going through this. So, yeah. Speaking of Sandy Hook and all that stuff, I'm sure you guys have seen like people have posted like March was the first time and March was the first it was, or March, March, the first March that uh, went without uh, a shooting in a school or something in like 18 years. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, we have to wear masks starting on Wednesday required uh, in San Francisco. Oh, is it starting on Wednesday? I didn't know. I I thought it was today. No, I'm sorry. The 22nd. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, in San Francisco, and essential businesses that are open, which I'm like, finally. We were literally just talking to one of our neighbors uh, when we were walking the dogs this morning about that. We're like, we're surprised we're not like required to do it. And then we got the mandate today. So I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other, I think LA is the only other city that has that, I think. Yeah, in our state, I think, yeah. Yeah. In general or our state, I'm not sure, but yeah. I don't know if any other cities are requiring it. Well, we mm-hmm. seem to be ahead of everything. We we seem to be going first for anything that has to. Oh, our right. state in general. Yeah. Yes. Thank, thank God. I mean, seriously, I've I've always. I mean, all of us are spoiled to be from California, born and raised. But I've never felt so happy to be from California. Kinda. It's crazy. I saw recently there was a timeline. Uh, New York and California. I was reading and, that yesterday. Yeah, and um, the timeline of how things transpired with this with this virus, and like our first, uh, uh, the first time that we had someone infected was like January twenty sixth, and New York's was in March. Their first, um, at least the first one that they tested positive for was in March. And if you look at how they've just skyrocketed since then in terms of deaths and 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 um, people infected versus us is insane. And it's all because of our, our state leaders. So thank God. I mean, it feels so lucky. Yeah. I was looking at the same timeline and there's, I was like trying to figure out like the points of where everything, uh, like where, where did it go completely, you know, left and right, you know, like in two different opposite directions. Mm -hmm. And there was one point where I think in New York, it's like, they talked about, it's like, um, it's like around the same time one was like oh we're gonna shut everything down and i forgot or restaurants or bars or something like that and they like held off like new york was just like we're thinking about doing this but we're not gonna do it and san francisco was like 
no, lockdown, done. Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. waited like five days and look at the difference. Mm-hmm. Look yeah, at- no, it was um, Bill de Blasio was like, we need to shelter in place. And, and Governor Cuomo was like, no, that's right. Extreme. He was the right. one. That, no, that's extreme. We don't yeah. want people to freak out. And now he's the one shouting, you know, from the rooftops that they need help, which, yeah. you know, I'm glad he is now, but he was definitely saying like this disease, you know, we're overreacting. It's fine. Yep. yep. Want you to yep. freak out. And, yep. and, and that's, yeah, that's the difference. So it's really telling. Yeah. I'm glad you saw it, Shar. I'll, I'll send it to you, Aaron. It's really, it's really telling the, t- the timeline and it goes day by day and it counts like the number of people infected each day. Oh. And what the leaders okay. were doing at that time. Well, just the sheer numbers alone in New York, Jesus Christ, like the dates yeah. and how many people died. Like, was this yeah, last like, weekend? Easter? In the 700, it was, mm-hmm. right? 750, average 799 was like the top day. A yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. It's frightening. <sighs> but it's a hoax, y'all. It's just a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna- I don't know. Where are the anti-vaxxers right now? What are they mm. thinking? <laughs> Still don't believe in vaccinations. <laughs> oh, God. That came up in Shameless. You know, there's some things in Shameless, especially with Frank, where you're like, I actually kind of agree with Frank Gallagher. I don't know if that makes me, but that's the lead. Uh, if anyone hasn't watched Shameless and listening to us, that's a, <laughs> one of the, he's not the lead actor, but he's a, he's up there. Um but yeah, he, they were talking about anti-vaxxers, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Frank Frank is awful, but you still love him. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, or sometimes I'm like, why didn't they just fucking kill I mean, I know why they didn't kill him. Like, you want to Because, because I know it's a TV show, but Jesus Christ, that show. It's still good, though. I think we're, like, on season seven at this point. Eight. Oh wow, you're doing well. <laughs> hey man, I mean they're like part of the family at this point. <laughs> and I feel like have we talked about this? Love Kevin. Kevin's my favorite, I think. Do you know who Kevin Which is? One is Kevin? Shit, the bar owner. Oh, Kevin Ball. Yeah. Oh, Kevin yeah. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. I'm just like more well, of Well, I don't know how far y'all have come, but V's a little bit on my shit list because of the whole love triangle. Maybe I haven't made it this season. Oh, no, but I just love their relationship. It's hilarious. yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes you feel really bad about. They make you feel really bad about. Well, the whole show makes you feel bad about not having enough sex. Quite frankly, or maybe <laughs> yeah, that's just, or maybe that's just what I need to talk to my therapist about. But or not. Um, you got to step it up. You got to keep it fresh. Do I? Ah, it's exhausting. I'm exhausted. even through the pandemic exhausted plus you know he's got stevens johnson he's still recovering from there's still i mean not that i think he's 100 percent from that but there's still some lagging it's just like jesus anyways yeah Hmm. i have a little dog looking straight up at me because i'm eating cheese anyway oh yeah she's cute um trying to think if I have anything else to catch up on I don't know you know we're oh we've got the stimulus check which was interesting oh, oh I haven't gotten mine that's quick yeah I got it this week Jeff and I both got it hmm. did you file your 2019 tax returns I haven't done my taxes yet okay but my okay. sister did her taxes and she got it so or she, my sister has not done her taxes oh and she got yet, it and she got it so hmm. you should be coming 
Yeah. You've looked into your bank account. You know, they can just direct deposit that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. We're we're trying to figure out since we're both working, just like where can we put this money to like help our friends or GoFundMe's or whatever? Because there's mm-hmm. so many. I mean, there's so many of our favorite places that all again, as we talk about it each week, but all new GoFundMe's are springing up or yeah. you know, and um, we're like, well, that's. I mean, we would have spent that money there anyway. So <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me. Specs has one now. Yeah. Bex yep. has one now too. Yeah. Um, Our friends at the social studies still have one. Zeitgeist has one. Mm-hmm. Um, God, everybody. I feel like everyone has one. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this today, but that, um, and it, cause it's a big, it's kind of a big fucking deal and it's shitty. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole about like who owns Ruth Chris's steakhouse, but you saw that they got a small, saw- bu- small business relief. Three million? Uh, <laughs> yes. 20 million. What? It's that restaurant chain. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Interesting. So. One of Jared's hmm. friends or what? I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're like Trump supporters or something, right? I'm like, let me go down that rabbit hole. I've figured out who the CEO is. Now I got to do a little work on that. So more to oh, come. <laughs> That's what I'm doing with my time. <laughs> That's okay. We prefer Hopper anyway, right? Huh? Oh, Hopper. It's Dude. okay. We can just stick to oh, prime rib then. You can pri- uh, you can uh, hold me to this, but I'm like, as soon as we're out, we're finally doing our holiday, <laughs> our holiday dinner. <laughs> in, de- in, in December of this year, we'll celebrate. Well, no, but seriously, no. Okay. Uh, it's either Hopper or I want to go to Harris's. So you guys, I know they're two very different experiences. So I'm uh, down. I'm down. I know your way hell yeah um, yes i need some i need some meat in my life. <laughs> i don't because i have two racks of ribs in my freezer but still i'm down <laughs> oh boy oh god wait did anyone watch jojo rabbit yet oh Star yeah. hasn't. Oh. i did not watch jojo rabbit i saw snl though oh yeah snl oh, i'm sorry i didn't see I forgot oh but they don't i mean again not using melissa via senor just saying yeah, when when will her time come? It's crazy. She's been there for years, like yeah. three years or something. It's been at least three years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what did you think, Shar? Sorry, spoiler alert, Ange. Um, I thought it was fine, right. except it was, uh, like the best parts of it was you know Tom Hanks's monologue, <laughs> like that, and um, everything else seemed like I mean, like they got it done, and they you know the show must go on and everything. But there were some parts that were just like, eh, yeah, it was all right. But I thought Weekend Update was fine. I mean, for what they could do with it. Right. I like their, I always like their jokes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like that's how everything is right now. All, like, all TV is that. Anyway, so I, I guess, I'm, like, I think we're all getting used to seeing it done, you know, seeing something done that way. Yeah. I do like the like the late night shows, um, late night with Stephen Colbert, the Daily Show, Seth Meyers. I do like uh, these films or them shooting it from home. It's just like kind of stripped down, no nonsense. And um, I don't know. I like it. I think it's kind of bringing out a new side of their personalities. Or I just, do too. Raw. So I'm liking it. And even the interviews, it's it. The, the interviews are a lot more like like us on our podcast. You know, they're not all just just like 
I don't know. They seem just a little more real and, and, and natural. The flow is a lot more natural. Right. And it's just kind of like nobody gives a shit anymore. Let's just talk. And, and, and you have like a kind of a in their house. Like, like what they're yeah. doing. <laughs> I am yeah. interested though, like in terms of next year, all these shows, um, because obviously they can't be filming right now. So I, I, I just wonder what kind of content is going to come out next year for all these series that are, you know, on, on pause, on hold. It kind of reminds me of, um, in LA, I think it was in the, in the mid two thousands or something when there was a writer's strike. So all, none of the writers. Oh, right. Yeah. That next year, all the shows just weren't as good because they all have like ghost writers and stuff. So I feel like next year's content is going to be really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everything's on pause right now. So what are they doing? How are they that time during that writer strike it's like television sucked mm-hmm. and then it was like about 2 years after that writer strike it's almost like the writer strike caused like all the people that were like all the super talented people to like bring their a game once it was over because yeah television got really good in like <laughs> 20 like 28 20 2008 2009 that's when everything just started like Everything just upped its game, and television was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, some yeah. people would argue that it started with the Sopranos star. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've seen, you know, it's that CNN show of, like, I don't I think it's, they had a CNN. I know they do the decades, but they've also done, like, TV. So, yeah, somewhere in, in, that, in that sphere, they started with Sopr- the Sopranos, and that's what actually, like, spearheaded this this whole, I don't know, new wave of how television works and, and, and what would air on TV. So whatever. I sound like fucking Cliff Clavin. <laughs> if people listening to this oh, show don't know who that is, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I love That's like when I was telling someone like, oh, Woody Harrelson, and she didn't know who that was. And I was like, cheers. And I was naming like, natural no. born killers and it was she didn't know any of the references and then when i said um what's that fucking movie hunger games she was like yeah. oh yeah i'm like get out of here his <laughs> worst performance of his entire career and it wasn't a bad performance but like i love woody harrelson that's my own thing even though yeah. he thinks that the coronavirus is caused by 5g <laughs> What? Oh wait, can we discuss what is the 5G thing? I don't understand. They're saying that 5G is Who's they are? The, uh, the oh, oh, also isn't Gwyneth Paltrow a part of that bullshit? Oh, Goop? you know, I don't know. I, saw I know Goop that... is selling something about 5G or something. Oh, really? Oh, no. I, I just, the only celebrities that I knew were attached to it were, like, Woody Harrelson was big on it, and, um... MIA, the singer. Oh no, I fucking love MIA too. Are you kidding me? But yeah, it's oh. they're ba- so basically they're saying that it's um it's because uh they started rolling out the 5G technology and that 5G is um uh, it's basically the same as, you know, like a chemical warfare. And then that's what's causing everybody to get sick. It's not coronavirus. I mean, I'm sure that shit has, I mean, gives us cancer at some point, but it's not this shit. I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I'm not hopping on that train. Yeah, come on. Oh, God. 
Um, so I tweeted out before this episode to, to say that we were recording and just asked if anyone had questions. I'm going to read the question out loud. Mm-hmm. And I don't really quite understand it. And it's from our, I'm going to try and interpret it. It's from our new follower, Gene X. I sent you guys a screenshot. Oh, of, yeah. What's up, Gene? He just found, he just found us. and Thank he's, you for the uh, love. He's actually a photographer here in the city. He's, got he's like a San Franciscan. Yes, let's yeah. meet up. So his question was, best stylish local folks making masks now that we have to all wear them out? Huh? Right. Best stylish folks wearing masks. Make, no, oh. making masks now that we have to all wear them out? Question mark. So I'm going to interpret this, Gene, and, and you can just get back to us if I'm right. Is he asking, yeah, who we can get stylish masks from now that they're mandatory? Maybe. I know. So I do know one person, an artist, um, who we really like. And um, my Jeff, yeah, Jeff from Story San Francisco actually spoke with him a couple of um, seasons ago. His name's Finch. And he produces the bear, the honey bears in San Francisco and a lot of other artwork. But that's what he's best known for. And he's actually making masks with that, um, with his honey bears on it. Oh, cool. So, um, and I know he's donating a lot of that money to some organization. I don't know what, but if that's what you're asking, Gene, that's who I know that's stylish and making masks that we'll all have to wear now. If that's the question. <laughs> I hope I'm interpreting it right, Gene. You get back to us on that. But do you guys know anyone else local that's making that? Or even I would say anyone that we follow. Not anyone that we follow, but I have bought a few masks from one of the, and of course I don't know the name, one of the stores on Grant Street in North Beach. Uh, It's a clothing store and they had a handwritten sign on the window that was like, we're making masks for $5 with their number. So I was like, oh, cool. I can get, you know, a a mask and I can also support a local business. Uh, So I bought a few masks from them, but of course I don't have the name of the business. So. I mean, they're putting their number on the window, so I can give sure. you the number. Yeah, you should give the number. You can text 415-846-7954. And this is a local business on Grant Street, right off of Grant and Green. And you can pick up a mask, and he makes them daily. His name's Andrew. He's really Aww. sweet. And when I first went and picked them up, I had a 20, and they're $5 <laughs> each. And I was getting two of them, and he didn't have change. So he was like, oh, just bring me cash whenever you can. And he just let go with two masks. And he saw that I was walking a dog, so I guess he was like, okay, clearly you live in the neighborhood. So, um, yeah, Andrew's his name, and he's great, and five bucks. Aw. Yeah. I know, I I saw that our friend, um, I'm going to say friend of the show from the Go-Go's, Jane Weedlin, was busy making masks in her house in Mexico. Let's go. Can we visit her? Hey, Jane, can you invite us? So she lives in Sausalito, but now she's in her vacation. No, I think she has a home in Sausalito, but probably lives exclusively in Mexico, which is the smart move, let's uh, be honest. Your money goes just a lot further. But I saw that she was making masks, um, which is pretty rad. And um, I've seen some other folks making masks. I thought that was cool. And I saw actually mentioning Melissa Villasenor. I think she's in L.A. right now. Um, quarantining in place and she bought lunch for a bunch of um, hospital workers at Cedar sinai I think so um, people doing good like one of the other podcasts that Char produces <laughs> but um, super stoked to see that so uh, I think on that note we'll wrap this up because this is a long basic bitch and um, I didn't think we had a lot to say but of course we did 
And um, you can find us at our brand spanking new website, fishdogpodcast.com. You can also sign up for our email list, so please do that. You can also find us every Monday morning at bff.fm from 6 to 6.30. Boy, yo, 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 yo. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs>